You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the third episode of the four-part series that was recorded live at the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS Broadway Flea Market and Grand Auction, a day-long community reunion that took place back on October 3rd, 2021. Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS continues to be the philanthropic heart of Broadway, with every dollar donated at the Broadway Flea Market and Grand Auction helping to provide life-saving medication, healthcare, nutritious meals, and emergency support for those living with HIV and AIDS, struggling with COVID-19, or facing other life-threatening illnesses in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C. In this third episode of our four-part series, we bring you conversations captured with Broadway's biggest names as they stopped by to generously lend their talents to the effort. First up, we have Dory Berenstein speaking to David Lachey, who is the Director of Marketing and Public Relations at the Theatre Development Fund, known to most simply as TDF, another not-for-profit organization for the performing arts which works to make theatre affordable and accessible to all. They're responsible for the famous TKTS booth, which sells same-day discounted Broadway and off-Broadway tickets to the public. Hello, and welcome to the Broadway Podcast Network and the flea market from the deck of juniors. We're really excited to be here. We have a very special guest. Yes, could you introduce yourself and tell us everything about yourself? Everything? Oh, my God. Everything. Okay, sit down. Everything. Uh, my name is David Lachey. I'm the... My work life, I'm the Director of Marketing and Public Relations at TDF, Theater Development Fund. And this is like my 25th year running the internationally world-famous TDF Picketic booth at the Broadway Cares Flea Market. So it's sort of like running a marathon one day a year. And it's exhausting but exciting. I know people who come to the flea market to try and Picketic. Like, that's, that is where they be Yes, they it, go it right is. There. As a matter of fact, I got here like at 8.30 to set up, and there were people waiting for me at 8.30. Because um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, what, it, what it is, for people who wouldn't know, is I ask every show on or off-Broadway to contribute tickets uh, for this. And depending on the show, they can give me between two pair or 50 pair. And uh, what I do all summer is staple little uh, carnival tickets uh, 10,000 or so of them on my vacation, uh, anything for Tom Viola. And so I, um, so anyway, people pay like a dollar, it used to be a dollar a chance, and, and, and if you buy one that has a stamp in it that says winner, you get one of those pairs of tickets randomly, almost like a grab bag. And the way I do it is like some shows are so generous and we want people to win stuff so they can give money to Broadway Cares. We don't want them to not win. So the odds you're going to win, like, with $40 or so is pretty the math of it is pretty good that's why people like it we remind them that and they spend a lot of money and they win some nice tickets they win some things they don't want to see but it doesn't matter and um, so it's great to do this and I'm glad we could do it again because last year we missed it yeah it's so important it's raising so much money for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS um, TDF is incredible. TDF does so much for the community, and you guys have been very busy lately. Well, it, well, we were busy during the pandemic because all of our programs, our community programs, education programs, we everything moved online. So even though we were reduced staffed and furloughs and pay cuts and all that kind of stuff, we wanted to make sure our constituents were taken care of. Like, 
our families who go to autism-friendly performances, we did online special events produced for them. So we've sort of always been sort of busy, and now it's really gearing up. We reopened TKTS a few weeks ago, and that's slowly picking up, you know, as we get more shows to sell. Uh, our membership is starting to go to the theater again. Um, if you're not a TDF member, you might want to check it out uh, because we're getting a lot of shows to sell uh, at pretty reduced prices. And, um, yeah, we, we were hurt. We were hit just as badly as everybody else because most of our, we're bizarre not-for-profit that most of our revenue stream is from ticket sales at the booth or membership that that goes into all of our, our, our programming for communities, like I said, and people with physical disabilities and developmental disabilities. So that completely dried up, and uh, we weren't eligible for uh, Save Our Stages because we're not a stage. So yeah, it's, it, was, it was pretty rough. And this year's going to be a little rough too, so, you know, our development director would have been liked, would have liked it if I was, <laughs> I was doing this for us. But we've been doing this for, t for Broadway Cares. And what was really interesting this year, I didn't know with shows starting up, if the shows would be willing to contribute because they're just start they're like everyone's doesn't know it's all new no one's ever gone through this before so what I did is I called a general manager that I'm friendly with who does a lot of shows and I said would your company managers be able to donate stuff this year because I know it's so crazy and he said to me now this is the problem I asked a very nice general manager so he said not only would they they should because Broadway Cares and the Actors Fund and what they do for the Actors Fund has kept us all going, which I get a little emotional even saying, but then when I had to do all this work at the last minute, I was thinking, gee, I should have gone to a nasty general manager who would have said, no, we won't do it. So anyway, we did it, and everyone was cooperative, um, and it's almost, what time is it now? It's like 12.15, and we're pretty much almost sold out because people just lined, I was there at 8.30, and people, like I said, people were lined up. So it's, it's exhilarating, and... You know, we traditionally make about between ten and fifteen thousand dollars in three hours or four hours for them, and uh, then I go to sleep for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's good to go to sleep afterwards because you have so much work to do at TDF. I I just am s such a fan of the work that you do, and and I if you don't mind using this moment to just talk a little bit more about that and how people can get involved and contribute to TDF. You know, it's, I think it's just very, very important sure. to well, talk our, about. Sure. Our mission is basically we want to bring the power of the performing arts to everyone. And no matter whether the barrier is financial, physical, developmental. So by financial, of course, it's the obvious things, the TKTS booth, um, which is being run very safe now with social distancing. And it's, it's really, we, we made great care for that. And for our membership, which gets even more reduced prices, which you need to be eligible. Uh, they're basically people who have careers that um, they wouldn't be able to afford even half price. So you have like retirees and teachers and civil servants and people who work for not-for-profits, people who work for the armed forces, freelancers, non-exempt employees. And these people join up for $40 a year and then they get incredibly reduced prices to Broadway, off-Broadway, off-off-Broadway, music and dance. So in a normal year, you could go on there and there'll be 200 performances available for that night. Now we're, not, we're getting to that. Um, and it's, it's really coming back. And some people were reticent, you know, because they're not sure they want to come back. But we did a poll and of our membership, about 90-something percent are vaccinated, fully vaccinated. So these are people who want to get back. And so if you want to get back and, you know, save a little money and you're eligible, check out TDF.org and 
see if you want to become a member. And, and as far as the accessibility stuff is, we have, um, we run open caption performances, audio described performances for people with vision loss. We, like I'd mentioned, we have autism friendly performances where we buy out an entire performance, let's say of The Lion King, and we sell it to families on the, with the kids or adults on the autism spectrum at the same price we pay for. We don't make money on that. And we work with the show to, to uh, on light cues and sound cues that wouldn't be jarring. We, um, what else do we do with that? We have about 30 volunteers who are, some of them professionals in the field, um, helping during the show, you know, if kids have a meltdown or anything. And the, the great thing about that program, which is like 11 years old, and when we started it, we didn't know it would work, because I didn't know anything personally. It didn't, hadn't touched my life, autism. And uh, what it became was a safe place for these families to go, where if the kids are having a meltdown or having some problem, there's no judgment, no one cares, everyone's been through it. We, we, in the house, we do a... Um, a play area and a quiet area and it's just a wonderful thing. I remember the first time, the first performance of The Lion King that we did as autism, I was in the lobby with my executive director and it was the middle of the first act and a woman and her child came down and the child was screaming and, and we were like so upset and, uh, and I was thinking, oh no, we can't, you know, we can't, you know, they weren't going to ask for their money back or anything and we felt so bad and we, the woman said, oh no, we got through the first half hour. Maybe next time we'll get through the whole first act. And it was a different perspective that I didn't have. And some of these families and their kids have gone on to be able to be granted to be able to go to regular performances where where they learned how to go to the theater and enjoy it. And it's just it's just an incredible thing to watch. I'm getting a little choked up talking about it. And it's very loud and busy here, so it's a bad place to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. Uh it's so important what you're doing and you're changing lives. I'm, I'm such a big fan of TDF and I, I hope everybody goes to check out the website uh, and check out the AtPAM table if there are any tickets left. If not, make it your first stop when oh, you yes. come to the flea market next the year. The early board does get the worm for, the, for ours. Uh, yeah, we, we start selling like an hour earlier because they're just lined up for us. So, yes. But the whole, it's amazing here. It's, it's, I had no idea that people would be so hungry for this event and it's really wonderful and you couldn't have ordered more perfect weather. Valerie at the, at Broadway Cares did a wonderful job with the weather. Amazing. The whole team yes. there is extraordinary. Yes. You know? And it's great to see you and I've, and I've seen one of your shows and I'm going to see the other one and they're absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, David. I adore you and we go way back and it's just so great to be fleeing with Thank you. Thank you it so really much. Thank you for being here, Dory. Get ready, folks, because the stars are in the house, literally. Seth Rodesky and James Wesley, who in the wake of the pandemic famously started and maintained their daily live stream internet series, Stars in the House. Here they are talking with Broadway social media influencer and Broadway Podcast Network producer, Ayana Prescott. Hi, I'm Ayana from What's Up Broadway, and I am here with the fabulous duo from Stars in the House. Can you introduce yourselves? My name is Seth Rudetsky. And I'm James Wesley. Oh my God, I'm such big fans of yours. Literally during the pandemic, well, we're still living in it, but the year that there was no Broadway, you guys were the stars oh, of thank you. the theater community. We were all looking at your videos on YouTube. Um, tell us a little bit about that and what went into like your idea 
It was that big mouth, Jen Cody, who right now is doing the auction. When Broadway shut down, Jen Cody wrote, you know, Broadway shut down, people are out of work. She tweeted like, can't anybody help? And she tagged all these people and she didn't tag me. I'm like, how many benefits do I do a year? Why would you not tag me? So I said to James- I wish Jen were up here. I was furious. So I said to James, I was like, we really need to do something. And I said, why don't I, why don't I make accompaniment of some songs and send it to a Broadway star? And then we could do like a little mini concert and ask for donations. So we do like a little 15 minute mini concert. And, and I was like, that's not enough. It needs to be basically a full on talk show. Like an hour long, of course now they're like an hour and a half, sometimes they go two hours, but an hour long show where, where we, you know, talk to these, to, to people from Broadway, our friends. And so we basically texted and emailed a ton of people on that Sunday because we knew we needed to put out a, a press release. Everyone said yes. And then Monday morning, Dr. John LaPook called us about another project we had been working on. And we were like, well, actually, right now, we're working on a show that we're doing tonight at 8 o'clock called Stars in the House. Brian Stokes Mitchell came up with the name. And he was like, well, I'm available if you want to join us, if you want me to join you. And we're like, sure. Cut to 400 shows plus later, he's still available. Okay, so you've had everyone from the Broadway community on your show. Top five. Oh my gosh, it's so not fair. That's not fair. I'm sorry, but top five. We we have to put Kelly O'Hara in that top five because she didn't know what in the hell she was getting into when (laughs) we asked her. She did the very first one. And she did the very first one. So we have to include Kelly. Um, I I would, of course, Audra and and Will. Well, I'll make that more general and just say the Ragtime Reunion. The Ragtime Reunion, yeah. So if we wanted to do if we want to do top top shows, Ragtime Reunion was pretty amazing. But I have to also say, even though I wasn't I was driving into the city and I missed it, Dream Girls, oh. Seth's Dream Girls from two thousand and one, which was amazing, and having Heather Headley and Lilius White and Audra and uh, Norm Dar- was there. And, and yeah, Norm and Lewis and Darius Tahas. And, and seeing all the love they gave Seth, that was one of my personal favorites. That's amazing. And you're at Broadway Flea, um, benefiting Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. What are you looking forward to most about being back with all these people? No joke, I'm praying they're having a bake sale table. I knew you were gonna that's say that. All I was thinking yesterday is like, I've gotta have like a giant amount of chocolate chip cookies. So that's just like- Our diet begins tomorrow. So yeah, we were, we're like doing- purposely beginning tomorrow because we were like, hoping we can make it to get some good baked goods. So that's sort of the shallow level of what we're looking for. But it's just amazing seeing, you know, because when we do stars in the house, we do get all these great comments on the side, but it's just us and our our little house. So to have all these people come over to us, it's really very It's been very emotional, even only seeing half a face. um, To see people say, I've watched the very first show, and your show I know saved lives. And of course, we have to include Dr. John LaPook in that. Because he's literally saved lives. Yeah. Um, But that's been a really uh, moving thing that I did not expect that the... I was just talking to Seth about it right before we started talking to you, that they would be so consistent and people saying, thank you, you got me through those first days, weeks, months of the pandemic. And the information from Dr. LaPook and how helpful that was, was really... uh, It's been very moving. Yeah, the one-on-one interaction has been amazing today. And you've been in the house so much. Have you been back to a show on Broadway? We just saw. We just divorced. saw six. Six. Yes. Nice. Which opens tonight. Beheaded. Right. Sorry, so it's just a slow beginning. Um, <laughs> yes, we just saw six. Yeah, which, my God, that's. They've been on our show twice already. So it was like the reverse. Normally we have 
you know, the stars on that we've seen in a million Broadway shows, we hadn't seen a lot of these women when we had them on the show, so it was so amazing to see them on Broadway. They were incredible. So now I want to go back and watch the shows when they were all on and they were like riffing when they were reading donate or singing donations. <laughs> yes. It's like now I want to go back. It's like, oh, that's her. Yeah. yeah. We, didn't know. we just knew they played Queens. We didn't know. Yeah, anyway, we, didn't know. we loved it. They're so amazingly talented, yeah. those women. And let's talk about your concert series. I Can couldn't you possibly promote thesefconcertseries.com. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. You have a phenomenal lineup. Justin Guarini, Jess, Jesse Mueller, Shoshana Bean. Let's talk about this. That's right. Well, basically, when everything shut down, I began a live concert series last year called the Seth Concert Series. And we did this technology where they could be in their house and I could be in my house and we could perform together. And it was amazing. But now, because we are double vaccinated and we have these home COVID tests, we're having these stars come over to our apartment and we're literally giving a live concert together in the same room. And because we're together, it's much easier to take requests. So when it's live, we're going to be reading the requests that are coming in. And, and I'm going to be like, you know, Jesse Mueller, let me hear some Wicked. Hit it. Yeah. And it's every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It only airs once because it's literally live. Tickets are at thesethconcertseries.com. That's the right. The Seth Concert Series. There's a QR code. Hopefully you're giving these out, these cards yes, out. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Booth. Come to our booth. And last question. What does Broadway Gives Back mean to you personally? What does Broadway Gives Back mean? To me, it means, I guess, just, I feel like, gives back I feel it's symbiotic I feel the audience gives to Broadway because it's so fun to perform for a live audience and I feel Broadway gives to the audience all that love and support and making you want to live I just feel it's a very symbiotic so I feel both sides get back and the one word that comes to me is joy yes joy joy and the community the theater community is so phenomenal thank you so much thank you for saving all of us during the pandemic continue Aww. on i look forward to it thank you thank, thank you, you Podcast Network. rounding out this episode our final conversation is a candid discussion between justin squiggs robertson the phenomenal artist behind the lights of broadway show cards and alan seals the other co-founder of the broadway podcast network He's also a Broadway producer and a podcast host. The Lights of Broadway cards are all about giving back. A portion of proceeds of the card sales benefit charities close to the collective heart of the Broadway community, including Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Hello, Mr. Squigs. Everybody, if everybody could turn your attention to juniors right now, the man sitting next to me is Justin Squiggs Robertson, the mastermind behind so many, can you hold these up, fan these out. These are the Broadway Podcast Network, Lights of Broadway cards. Squiggs has become more or less the, are you the official yet? The official illustrator for? Um, I'm one of them, yes. One of them, sure. yes. Whenever I see anything that is drawn and not like a, a created graphic, it's you. There's two things. One is how you got involved with theater. Why are, you, why are you drawing, illustrating for Broadway and for theater? And then how did you even get started in this in the first place? Sure. Uh, well, I'm, I'm also an actor, uh, a performer in musical theater, and I, I've done so since the early 90s. And uh, so when I was first starting out, being a poor college student at the time, I, I decided that um, for closing that gift, I would draw my fellow cast members. And so I started a tradition that every closing night would, uh, would be uh, a... a, a at that time, you know, Squigs, the name didn't, uh, wasn't around. It was just Justin. Um, and uh, so I'd draw closing night gifts. And uh, that kind of snowballed into people would cast me because they would just want a sketch. 
Um, and then eventually people started hiring me to draw their stuff around the country. And eventually I um, came to New York to do it. So I feel like there's a lot you're leaving out because you're saying that <laughs> I was drawing closing night gifts and then all of a sudden I'm hired around the country. Well, so it, there's, a, there's a big uh, kind of stepping stone there. Yeah, no, it took a little bit of effort. You know, I, I put out stuff on, on Facebook and, and I, you know, do, you know, I would send sketches to stage doors and that sort of a thing. So, yeah, there was a little bit more effort than just, you know, drawing. So, Lights of Broadway cards. The Lights of Broadway, they are the equivalent, I would describe them as baseball cards for Broadway. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So, you are you just constantly day and night, you wake up, you start drawing cast members, you're drawing understudies, you're drawing events, because there's a special, isn't there a special card now for the flea? Yeah, we have a. We actually have a five-card set for the flea. Um, we have uh, uh, basically, especially with events like the flea market and like Broadway Con, we try to keep the the uh, subject matter really timely as far as something that's going on right now. Uh, so, with uh, the five cards of the Broadway flea market set this year, uh, we have one that's um, black playwrights on Broadway with seven playwrights that are uh, having their work uh, shown in, in the next uh, in a few months. Uh, we have one card that celebrates September 14th, which is the day that like four big shows return to Broadway. Uh, we have a card that is uh, it's called Doing Your Mask Work, uh, which in theater, when you're studying theater, it's you know, putting on masks and like, acting with your body as opposed to with your face. So we, we kind of turned it on its head, and, and it's because we're all wearing masks in the theater now and, and, you know, and taking care of each other. And then we have a couple of cards, uh, one celebrating uh, the life of Nick Cordero uh, at, at Waitress and all the events that happened around uh, celebrating him when they came back. And then also Town. The opening night for them, they had uh, uh, they sang out on the on the fire escape, and so we have a song a uh, card called "We're Gonna Sing It Again." So, uh, where do you come up? Is it you that comes up with the ideas behind this? Or, I mean, your week? Do you have a, like a daily brainstorming? You're like, all right, so I'm gonna draw Hades Town, or why not? Why not this and that and shit? Sure, sure. I mean, ideas come from a lot of places. I mean, I, I I come up with a lot of them, but there are so many that um that I get from Dory Berenstein, fantastic uh, partner on the the uh, Lights of Broadway, um and uh, co-founder. Uh, as well as uh, sometimes we pull um, our light catchers, which is what we call the collectors of Lights of Broadway. Uh, our light catchers will have a bit of a have a bit of say in what what's going to be on cards. Do, did you ever expect? Well, okay. Well, before I get to this question, the 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 proceeds from Lights of Broadway go to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, right? So there's uh, there is there is a portion yes. of, the, of proceeds. Yeah. Yeah. So so the whole thing is very philanthropic. It's very uh, um, give, uh, giving back, right? And did you, though, when you started all of this and you and Dory, when you were talking and sat down, you're like, we should just do this. Did you ever think that it would be as popular as they are? Because at Broadway Con and other cons and things like this, there are people, your, your light catchers have whole sessions dedicated to trading and finding these rare cards. Yeah, I don't think uh, either Dory or I had, had an idea about how how big it would get and how passionate uh, our light catchers would be over this. Um, but when we first met, and actually uh, the flea market has a big part in how the lights of Broadway came to be. First of all, I was at a flea market years and years ago and uh, Dory's kids came to my booth and bought some prints of shows that they had seen in the previous season. They took those home and their dad, Mitchell, saw them and called me and asked me to do a commission for Dory for her birthday. <laughs> and Dory then called me and invited me to lunch at Sardi's, where we, the first idea that we both came up with to chat about was Broadway trading cards. So that's how uh, Lights of Broadway came to be. And, you know, it, you know, one of the things that we are all 
most proud of with this is the giving back aspect. Uh, we do give uh, uh, proceeds to Broadway Cares and uh, Actors Fund, and then we also have what's called our Giving Back program, uh, which is um, uh, cards that are like super, super limited, numbered and signed, uh, and each edition we choose you know, a number of uh, celebrities to do this for us, and they get to choose a charity that they're passionate about. Um, and so, uh, last year with the, with the whole pandemic thing, we didn't do that just because of, you know, pens going back and forth and mail problems and that sort of thing. But uh, coming up in the next edition, the 2021 edition, we have uh, the return of our Giving Back program. And we'll be soon announcing uh, our lineup for, uh, for our Giving Back cards. And it's very exciting. We have a, uh, five cards. Um, three of them are uh, individual artists, and two of them are duos. So, um, so we're going to announce that coming up soon. When can we expect that announcement? And where should they find it? Well, sure. Um, if you go to our website, which is thelightsofbroadway.nyc, you can sign up for our newsletter, which uh, will blast out any information about what's coming up. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, right now the, the cards, the, the main edition is at the printer, ready to go. We're just waiting on some things like signatures on these giving back cards. And uh, that should be happening sometime very soon. I, I would guess that we'll probably be announcing within a couple, three weeks. And there's a completely new set of, of cards. Is this part of this or there's a whole new set of reopening Broadway cards? Well, it's our, it's our next, our 2021 edition uh, of cards and this giving back uh, you know, little po pocket is part of that edition. So those announcements will be rolling out very, very soon. What is probably the weirdest thing that you've been commissioned to, to draw in this community? Oh, goodness. Well, I would say this, it, it precedes the lights of Broadway, but um, years ago, I got a commission to draw a, a sketch for the opening night of High Fidelity on Broadway. And uh, it was Jeb Brown. Uh, a Broadway actor who commissioned this and the sketch was of things that were cut on the way to Broadway <laughs> so the, the sketch oddly the, specific yes the sketch was of looking into a into a storage closet at the Imperial Theater and there were characters that were cut uh, sitting around playing Jenga and then there are um, uh, there's racks of blue jeans that uh, that will chase next on the way to opening. There are uh, there are boxes full of cuss words that they decided we're just a little bit too far. Um, there's little bits of set pieces. There's a jar of fake teeth that, like in the in the story, like the UPS guy or someone, the patchouli guy gets his you know gets beaten up and and so at one point he spit out all these fake teeth and then they realize there's a dance number coming up. So getting fake teeth off of the or, you know, lentils or whatever it was, off the stage was a little bit of a problem. So it was basically a whole drawing of cut things. So it was, it was one of my favorite things because he kept, like, texting me and calling me with all these different, like, oh, another thing got cut. Here, put that in. So yeah, that, that's my favorite. Is there anything that you haven't gotten to draw yet that you want to? Well, so many shows are opening right now, and it's, you know, it's, uh, you know everyone's kind of figuring out how things are coming back. And so um, I'm looking forward to drawing a lot of the stuff that, Almost got to open, uh, you know, right before the pandemic and uh, will soon be opening. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So if anybody wants to commission you to draw their projects, to draw, their, to draw anything, how can they reach you? Sure. Um, we well, can go to my website, which is uh, squigsonline.com. And, um, yeah, you can reach me that way.
Well, and around here in the Flea, where is the Lights of Broadway booth? Lights of Broadway is smack dab in the middle of Schubert Alley, right across from where the, uh, the, um, the, the auction is happening right now. Uh, so yeah, we're right here between, uh, I think, I think um, uh, Stars in the House and closed shows on Broadway. I think that's the other booth on the other end. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love you can it. find all sorts of things here at the Flea. I love it. It's this. amazing. Well, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a cue from um, Eli Tokash, who's been asking everyone in his interviews, what does Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS mean to you? What is the significance? BCEFA is just, uh, it, it's, it's the heart of Broadway. It truly is. It was formed out of necessity in a time where when people were truly suffering through a pandemic and we're here coming out of another pandemic and it's um, it's just an example of humans being human and pooling resources to help each other and uh, and that is 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 such an amazing thing it's a reminder of of uh, the best of humanity and I think that it's uh, you know I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else on uh, on it on a flea day so <laughs> well in my on my podcast uh, I, I always wrap up every episode with three standard closing questions but I'm gonna pick one and I'm gonna ask you one right now the first one or the the question I'm gonna ask you is you can only see one show for the rest of your life but you can see it as many times as you want what would you see Wow that's a that's the tricky one I'd say I you know I, I, I've long been a fan of Sunday in the park with George whether it be Mandy and Bernie or Jake and, and Annalie, I, you know, or, you know, whoever. I, I love that show. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming out. And, My pleasure. And Thanks catch for having you. me. You're going to be at the Lights of Broadway booth for the remainder of the day? Yes, yes. We should be around there till you know, at least six or so. All right. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for listening to the third episode of our four-part BPN Live miniseries recorded at the 2021 Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS Broadway Flea Market and Grand Auction. Mark your calendars because the next one is coming up fast on September 25th, 2022. For complete information and to find out more about the next Broadway Cares event, make sure to visit broadwaycares.org. That's broadwaycares.org. And for more great podcasts, radio plays, comedies, and behind-the-scene action from your favorite industry, be sure to visit broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and download our iOS app. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.